from the world's 50 best fairy tales. Fairy tale number six. The Frog Prince. By the Brothers Grimm. Jacob and Wilhelm. Read by me, Richard Bowdler. In the olden days, when wishing was still of some use, there lived a king. He had several beautiful daughters, but the youngest was so fair that even the son, who sees so many wonders, could not help marvelling every time he looked into her face. Near the king's palace lay a large, dark forest. And there, under an old linen tree, was a well. When the day was very warm, the little princess would go off into this forest and sit at the rim of the cool well. There she would play with her golden ball, tossing it up and catching it deftly in her little hands. This was her favourite game, and she never tired of it. Now it happened one day that, as the princess tossed her golden ball into the air, it did not fall into her uplifted hands as usual. Instead, it fell to the ground, rolled up to the well, and then into the water. Plunk! Splash! The golden ball was gone. The well was deep, and the princess knew it. She felt sure she would never see her beautiful ball again. So she cried and cried and could not stop. What is the matter, little princess? said a voice behind her. You are crying so that even a hard stone would have pity on you. The little girl looked round and saw a frog. He was in the well and stretching his fat, ugly head out of the water. Oh, it's you, you old water splasher, said the girl. I'm crying over my golden ball. It has fallen into the well. Oh, is that all? said the frog. I can bring your ball back to you, but what will you give me if I do? Whatever you wish, dear old frog, said the princess. I'll give you my dresses, my beads, and all my jewellery, even the golden crown on my head. The frog answered, your dresses, your beads, and all your jewellery, even the golden crown on your head, I don't want them. But if you can find it in your heart to like me and take me for your playmate, if you will let me sit beside you at the table, Eat from your little golden plate and drink from your little golden cup. And if you are willing to let me sleep in your own little bed as well, if you promise me all this, little princess, then I will gladly go down to the bottom of the well and bring back your golden ball. Oh yes, said the princess. I'll promise anything you say if you'll only bring back my golden ball to me. But to herself, she thought, what is this silly frog chattering about? 
How can he only live in the water and croak with the other frogs? He could never be a playmate to a human being. As soon as the frog had heard her promise, he disappeared into the well. Down, down, down he sank. But he soon came up again, holding the golden ball in his mouth. He dropped it on the grass at the feet of the princess, who was wild with joy when she saw her favourite toy once more. She picked up the ball and skipped away, thinking no more about the little creature who had returned it to her. Wait, cried the frog. Take me with you. I can't run that fast. But what good did it do him to cry out? Quack, quack, after her as loud as he could. She didn't listen to him, but hurried home, where she soon forgot the poor frog, who now had to go back into his well again. The next evening, the princess was eating her dinner at the royal table when, plitch, plotch, plitch, plotch, something came climbing up the stairs. When it reached the door, it knocked and cried, Youngest daughter of the king, open the door for me. The princess rose from the table and ran to see who was calling her. And when she opened the door, there sat the frog, wet and green and gold. Quickly she slammed the door and sat down at the table again, her heart beating loud and fast. The king could see well enough that she was frightened and worried, and he said, my child, what are you afraid of? Is there a giant out there who wants to carry you away? Oh, oh no, said the princess. It's not a giant, but a horrid old frog. And what does he want of you? asked the king. Oh, dear father, as I was playing under the linden tree by the well, my golden ball fell into the water and... Because I cried so hard, the frog brought it back to me. And because he insisted so much, I promised him that he could be my playmate. But I never, never thought that he would ever leave his well. Now he's out there and wants to come in and eat from my plate and drink from my cup and sleep in my little bed. But I couldn't bear that. Father, he's so wet and ugly, and his eyes bulge out. While she was talking, the frog knocked at the door once more and said, Youngest daughter of the king, open the door for me. Mind your words at the old wellspring. Open the door for me. <coughs> at that, the king said, If we make promises, daughter, we must keep them. So you had better go and open the door. The princess still did not want to do it, but she had to obey. When she opened the door, the frog hopped in and followed her until she reached her chair. Then he sat on the floor and said, lift me up beside you. She hesitated. The frog was so cold and clammy, but her father looked at her sternly and said, 
You must keep your promise. After the frog was on her chair, he wanted to be put on the table. When he was there, he said, Now push your plate a little closer so that we can eat together like real playmates. The princess shuddered, but she had to do it. The frog enjoyed the meal and ate heartily. But the poor girl could not swallow a single bite. At last, the frog said, Now I've eaten enough and I feel tired. Carry me to your room so I can go to sleep. The princess began to cry. It had been hard enough to touch the cold, fat frog. And worse still, to have him eat out of her plate. But to have him beside her, in her little bed, was more than she could bear. I want to go to bed, repeated the frog. Take me there and tuck me in. The princess shuddered again and looked at her father. But he only said, He helped you in your trouble. Is it fair to scorn him now? There was nothing for her to do but pick up the creature. She did it with both hands and, carrying him up into her room, where she dropped him in a corner on the floor, hoping he would be satisfied. But after she had gone to bed, she heard something she didn't like. Ploppity-plop, ploppity-plop. It was the frog hopping across the floor. And when he reached her bed, he said, I'm tired and the floor is too hard. I have as much right as you to sleep in a good soft bed. Lift me up or I shall tell your father. At this, the princess was bitterly angry. But she picked the frog up and put him at the foot of her bed. There he stayed all night. But when the dark was turning into daylight, the frog jumped down from the bed, out of the door and away. She knew not where. The next night it was the same. The frog came back, knocked at the door and said, Youngest daughter of the king, open the door for me. Mind your words at the old wellspring. Open the door for me. The only thing the princess could do was let him in again. Again he ate out of her golden plate, sipped out of her golden cup, and again he slept at the foot of her bed. In the morning he went away as before. The third night he came again, but this time he was not content to sleep at her feet. I want to sleep under your pillow, he said. I'd like it better there. The girl thought she would never be able to sleep with a horrid, damp, goggle-eyed frog under her pillow. She began to weep softly to herself and couldn't stop until at last she cried herself to sleep. When the night was over and the morning sunlight burst in at the window, the frog crept out from under her pillow and hopped off to the bed. But as soon as his feet touched the floor, something happened to him. 
in that moment, he was no longer a cold, fat, goggle-eyed frog. He had transformed. He had turned into a young prince with handsome, friendly eyes. You see, he said, I wasn't what I seemed to be. A wicked, wicked old woman bewitched me. No one but you could break the spell, little princess, and I waited and waited at the well for you to help me. The princess was speechless with surprise, but her eyes sparkled. And will you let me be your playmate now? said the prince, laughing. Mind your words at the old well spring. At this, the princess laughed too and they both ran out to play with the golden ball. For years, they were the best of friends and the happiest of playmates. And it is not hard to guess, I'm sure, that when they were grown up, they were married and lived happily ever after. The end. And that was The Frog Prince by Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. The Brothers Grimm. Good night, little ones. Night, night. Night, night from me.